This is Faircast J from FYFC Studios, and you are listening to Little Geek Lost. Broomhead? You're a broomhead. Broomhead? Broomhead. A what? A broomhead. Little Geek Lost. Little Geek Lost. Little Geek Welcome back to a new episode of Little Geek Lost. I have Furecast J back on to do Degrassi finally, as promised. Okay, well, okay, it took six months. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> exactly. So I we... promised you February, and it was funny, too, because when you asked me if we were going to get it done in 2017, it... Like I broke the news to you, and I had I hadn't talked to Fear that morning, and I didn't realize that Fear was doing a clean sweep of his computer, and he deleted your guys's um, yeah. holiday special. Yeah, <laughs> and so you'd found out that from him, and then I bailed until 2018, and you were like, you you were not impressed with <laughs> anything FYFC that day. Yeah, I was like, okay, so uh, fuck all you guys. Pretty uh, much unfriend all of you, delete all <laughs> your accounts. From no, my I didn't stuff. go that far. You, you simmered down, we gave you some space, and... I don't know, and like, you, if you listen to that Christmas episode that we had to redo, I'm pretty salty on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> I, tr- I tried, but it just, nope, came out. It hey, it's with, it's with good reason. It's hard to do your best work when you're surrounded by fucking slackers. Yeah, I deal with it weekly, so... <laughs> well, you can deal with this one today. Yeah. But like I said, hey, you showed up on time, so that's a bonus. Right? <laughs> uh, we'll see if he actually listens. So, we're talking about Degrassi Junior High. Yeah, um, we are. <laughs> old Canadiana TV, and it's it's funny when I talk to people about Degrassi and they try and compare it to like 90210, and I'm like, no, Degrassi no. is on a whole nother level. Like the stuff that right. they're dealing with on Degrassi was like shocking for adults to watch and this right. is a show gauged to like kids well and, and super relatable too because mm-hmm. you know they didn't they didn't pull any punches and the way it feels like it's it's sort of set big city but placed small town so yeah. the characters were super relatable for for that you know for that era yeah exactly and it was like really like real gritty drama that you don't really expect in like a show for teenagers right it's funny. The, uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just it's funny like thinking back that like how like real it was compared to like the stuff that's on like the CW today. In comparison. Oh yeah, like Riverdale and yeah, exactly. <laughs> A lot more hardcore. Uh, like I was watching. Okay, so I just finished season three of Junior High, <laughs> and about halfway through, there's an episode with. Um, blt and michelle yes and like right like first 30 seconds of the episode boom white guy drops an n-bomb right i know now. i have that on my notes i was like whoa and, n-word <laughs> and I was, I was just like i look i looked at my girlfriend I'm like they just fucking drop an n-bomb on degrassi junior high yep. <laughs> and she's like she's like they couldn't have and we rewound it and we listened i'm like they dropped an n-bomb on degrassi junior high i was like if 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 Degrassi, the next generation or new class oh, or whatever yeah. it's called now, if they dropped an N-bomb on national television, canceled, yeah, fired. Exactly. You're all going out. 
Yeah, I, I can't remember. I probably should have looked it up, but it, I imagine it probably would have been like CBC broadcasting it. Right. Because back in like the 80s, early 90s, so it probably would have been CBC. And I think you get away with a lot more. And like Canadian TV seems like you do get away with a lot more than the American one. I think you used to. I think they've really started cracking down on yeah. stuff now. Yeah. And I know like for me going back, like one of the first things that always stands out and is a big thing for most of it is Spike being pregnant. And I always thought that it was like, like she was older, but no, she's 14. <laughs> right. Like, that's just, that is crazy. Like to throw that into like, boom, right off the bat, 14 year old pregnant. So I like, I, I, this is like my number one topic about the whole series. I mentioned it on Twitter, but we didn't actually get into the conversation. <laughs> my biggest problem is the mystery of the disappearing Stephanie K. They mention it. So it's something like how she like. They sent her away to boarding school. Right. She went to private school because I had to go on uh, Degrassi Wiki and look it up because I wanted to know why they wrote her out. Yeah. And it's because she won a, she won an award. What did she win? Um, uh, anyway, she won like a daytime Grammy or something. Okay. She won a, a fairly decent award for her role in Degrassi for season two. Mm-hmm. And when she won that, she got a starring role in a new show that was picking up, a Canadian show called Learning the Ropes. Oh, okay. So she left Degrassi to go to Learning the Ropes, which <laughs> ended up being canceled almost immediately. Yeah, how'd that work and, out for her? <laughs> right. And frankly, because Stephanie was arguably the star of the show for yeah. the first two seasons. Yeah, exactly. It was like mainly based around her. Right. Because she was student body president. She mm-hmm. was the whore. She was everything. And yeah. like... She had the one of the first relationships on the show, va- barely there with wheels, and that yep. didn't go anywhere. Oh, little baby wheels! I know. <laughs> I sure hated what they, scummy. <laughs> I hated what they turned him into. Yeah, he just turned into like a giant dirtbag. Right? Did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? No. Okay, well, it's sort of along that line. It happens in a lot of different series, but one of the favorite characters, they just they steer them on a downward angle, and right when it starts to look like they might build up and have hope for the character again, they don't, and they just get progressively worse. So by the time the series ends, by the time school's out, like the yeah. made for movie, by the time school's is out, Wheel's character is on a down roll, like downward shit spiral that yeah. he never claws out of, and he's actually in a later season of The Next Generation. Yeah, I remember seeing when he goes to apologize to Lucy. Like, it's... Yeah, it's all... Uh, they didn't go anywhere, and Wheel's was one of my favorite characters, but they just never did anything good with him. He was just like... He was bad luck, bro. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, he had like... His parents died... And then he runs away from his grandparents. And they actually have one that was like, he runs away and he's hitchhiking and he gets groped by that pervert. Right. <laughs> to go like find his real dad because he was adopted. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're going to hitchhike across the states, you got to expect a, a pervert grope's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what, what do you expect? I think he would have been like probably 14, 15 then. Yeah. Too. So he was like super young. And he had that ratchety, like, rat tail hairdo going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. And it's, like, the way they, like, progressed him, I think, more so until, like, when he was at Degrassi High, he just looked like he was that kid that smelled. Right. <laughs> like, that's what they made him look like. Well, like, the first season there, because um, Buddy, who disappeared when Stephanie did, he was, like, the, you know, like, the, the tough kid. He was yeah. the one who was getting smacked around by his dad. Yeah. Um, like, he disappeared, too. By season three, he was gone. Yeah. 
There's a few and, that vanished. Yeah, and I don't think he comes into high school. No, I don't think so. Because they actually they start focusing on characters we don't even know or recognize yet. Like the you know the the smart kid um, who skipped the grades, and then the girl. They were the ones who found the fire in the season yeah. finale. Yeah, Tessa. Right, and that's Tessa. But we have she's a huge <laughs> player in the two seasons of high school, but we've never seen her up to that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so, so weird. Oh, I love me some Degrassi. <laughs> so the other thing that I have on there, um, the you mentioned a lot is <laughs> the ridiculous broomhead. <laughs> right. Hashtag bring back broomhead. Which I don't understand. That's so it was like some big insult that they always just call, call each other instead of saying like idiot or you see be like oh you're such a broomhead. I'm like what is this? Like I well, don't understand. I started asking people like I, I you know I went to work and you know asked my folks and stuff and I was just like it was broomhead like a thing back in the day and they're like uh, they're like well you know the way my mom explained it to me she's like in the 70s and 80s cursing. Even for like the roughest people, cursing in public was still a really big faux pas. Like if you cursed in public, you were a fucking horrible person. Oh wow! And so she's like, you know, in the eighties, in like you know, suburban Canada, she's like, you know, broomhead was an equal <laughs> equivalent at that time to calling someone a motherfucker. Like, oh my god! She's like that was. She's like it was insulting if someone called you a broomhead because the context behind it is like. You're you're a broomhead, like you're you're swept under the rug, like you're it's nothing, you're nothing. Wow, right? And I was just like, it's crazy. Broom it doesn't head. make any sense to me. <laughs> and it's so much too. Like I don't think I've ever noticed it before. And then watching this time, like every episode, and it's all of them across the board calling people a broomhead. Right? They don't do they say it in every episode? Pretty close. Like it's it's everybody too because it's like Arthur and Nick call each other that, and like Joey right. called someone a broomhead once. I'm like Joey called someone a broomhead. Oh, he called himself one too because the episode where he needs to get that jean jacket from Buddy yeah. who's getting beat by his dad there. He's like he's because his jacket got ruined or whatever, and he's yeah. like I don't want to look like a broomhead. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> his mom fixed his jacket. He's like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> It's funny how like Joey Jeremiah, he's he hasn't changed a bit. He still looks today like he yep. did in junior high. Yeah, little Joey. <laughs> yeah, I have that down the whole Joey and Caitlin, off and on, back and forth again thing. Don't they end up together in the end? Um, they they recall. end up together on. Well, they end up together in schools out, but then Tessa yeah. breaks that up. And then in the the next generation or whatever it's called, it's like years later because Joey had like married someone and had a kid and his wife died. And then Caitlin came back and I think they're like trying to date or something like that. Right. Are they still on the show? Like because now the show's Degrassi, the new class. I think Spike and Snake are on because Snake was a principal and it's based around Spike's daughter, Emma. Wasn't the next generation based around Emma? Yeah. So I don't, yeah, so this new one, yeah, I don't know. Because the next generation ran for like four or five seasons, which means that if they started in at the beginning, if they were freshmen, they would have been graduated and off to college, so they'd need new kids. Yeah, so I think that it might just be, it might just be Sneak, I think, might still be hanging on, if that. It was funny, I was actually, I was going through TV one day, and I saw that Next Generation was on, and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to flick to it, because I wonder if I'm going to see any of any of the old cast. Yeah. And that was the episode where Shane escaped from his, like, mental hospital so that he <laughs> could go and see Emma, 
and he was like holding Spike hostage, and oh Snake God. was trying to get there to help. And I was just like, "This is the best episode <laughs> I could have possibly stumbled across." No kidding! Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I was like, "This is glorious. This is this isn't even like the next generation. This is just Degrassi High twenty five years later." Yeah, exactly. So with Shane, he, he was what he, he took he took acid at a party. And yeah, and jumped off a bridge. Jumped off a bridge, and they like found him the next day because that other dude who was sometimes on did acid Luke, with him. Uh, was, is it Luke? Yeah, something like that. Luke. Something. I, I want to say Luke. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I mean, he's like a whole big thing where like he had like wicked brain damage. Yeah, and he comes back for a few episodes there during uh, the two seasons of of High. Yeah, and he was on. And, I think the. This junior high finale. Yep, they brought him in as the school was burning down. <laughs> yeah, came in. <laughs> and it's funny too because if you watch the second season, I like I don't know how to make voice clips or anything, <laughs> but if you could get a, a a clip of Shane yelling, calling someone a stupid idiot, oh yeah, and match it up to Chris Jericho, <laughs> that would That's... absolutely glorious because they're both Canadian. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. I totally didn't even realize that. That's like very Chris Jericho how he says it to them. Right. And I think at some point, because he, he makes several lash out comments in his various appearances over mm-hmm. those two seasons, I bet you could get a stupid idiot or a dumb <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I think you might say stupid jerk a lot, but you could probably get something. Yeah. <laughs> Just have, a, have them yelling at each other, you stupid <laughs> jerk, you dumb idiot. <laughs> Chris Jericho. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going off topic. How dare you say that the Miz would not be a good <laughs> Universal Champion? Oh my God, I hate him so much. Okay, right now he's doing the Hollywood portrayal. He's got the Miz Taraj. You had all totally valid points, but when he is a solo performer and he's a babyface, he doesn't have the Miz Taraj. He does fight all his own battles, and he does he has held every single title that WWE has, except so for of course the women's ago. title. And he can't and do that not, anymore. And they gave him like stupid Bo, what's his face, as like back. Bo Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> the best is when AJ came in. and He kicked out Miz's teeth. That was pretty awesome. Right. <laughs> kicked his teeth right out of his head. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't turned Bo Dallas into a member of the Wyatt family because oh. his brother's Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So just like. Give him something. Throw him a freaking bone. It felt so bad when it was like bone. He was running around with like just his like tidy whiteies on. He just looked like bone he was leave. special. You had to <laughs> believe. He was so special. Oh man, <laughs> I love wrestling so much. <laughs> I just watch it in hopes that it turns into that whole like fight, 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 kiss, kiss, kiss. But they never kiss. Well, that's true. <laughs> and like they get so close, I'm like, oh, maybe Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins will kiss this time. Nope. <laughs> no. You, you need the porn parodies, I think, is what you need to go <laughs> searching so. for. Yeah. Like, really though, who's gonna who's gonna be a better champion? Anyone? Anyone that's not Brock Lesnar, because he's not even there. I hate I hate Brock Lesnar so much that I would pay money to punch him in the face. Right. Between him and well, Paul Heyman, I would pay money to do it. I hate them on a deep personal level. Because, like, he's supposed to be done at WrestleMania. But now they're talking about extending his contract because he's going to lose the title at WrestleMania. He does nothing. He shows up, like, once every six months. Right. Well, he's got four pay-per-view main event on his contract, and he's got, like, <laughs> six Raw appearances, I think. 
So he only appears 10 times in the yeah. whole year. And then they give him the belt, so then he's never there. Like, what's the point? What's the point? And that's what people are most pissed about. They don't care that he's the champion. They care that the champion's never there. Exactly. The title's never defended. That's like, exactly you need a, it. You, at least if the champion's on Raw and he's there with the belt, at least that's something. Yeah, exactly. I just hate so, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman so much. I love I, that it's like Paul Heyman's his advocate. I'm like, yeah, because he can't speak for himself because he's like mentally deficient. So he needs Paul Heyman to speak for him. Well, Paul Heyman needs to work too. <laughs> oh, I hate them so much. Back yeah, to the Roman. Back to the grassy. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about wrestling on a different podcast. Yeah, well, well, okay, six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see if, if Miz has the We'll plan on. for a SummerSlam podcast. Yeah. So, some of the major, there was like a lot of major, I guess, topics or like show things that happen. There were like really big deals, especially for TV, like for a teen drama. So, other than Spike's pregnancy, there was the whole Kathleen's eating disorder and her drunk mom at the same time. So, she got a pretty right. rough hand between And her balls. drunk mom was kind of, like, spread out about yeah. over, like, I think two episodes. Yeah, I think so. Whereas her eating disorder was really only considered anything for the twin science project. And yeah. then after that episode, her eating disorder isn't a thing again until, I think, high school they yeah. touch on it again. I think so. And then, yeah, because there was, like, a few times, too, when, um, I think it's in high school, when they get high, and whatever, Kathleen, the, the other chick, Melanie, I think it is, yeah, where she, like, is like, oh, Kathleen had an eating disorder. Right. I think it was around the same time that Kathleen's boyfriend was beating her up in high school. Is it Kathleen's boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, had, the... like, a really rough break. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's the guy that looks just like Wheel's real father. Yeah, exactly. Like I, if it wasn't, it could have been his son. And I'm pretty sure that it was actually him that was like arrested like a couple years ago for murder or something. Oh really? Yeah, I want to say it was like the guy that played her boyfriend. Huh. Oh, he looked the type. Remember that yeah. mustache on him? Oh yeah, big mustache. <laughs> Fucking eighties man. Yeah. <laughs> so they had that. They had the teacher that was all touching Lucy. Right, like groping on her, and I think it was. She's always got guys groping on her between yeah. the teacher, Paul Clutch. It, yeah. That shit just never ends for her. Who was it? I can't remember who was it that saved her. Was it Joey from Wheels or something? That's, I think it was actually Wheels that busted the teacher grabbing her. I think yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. Well, no, the teacher finally got busted because. Uh, he started doing it to that the the chick the following year, the younger oh, yeah. chick. Yeah, that's right. And then Lucy busted him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, please, you can't even you can't even like you can't even walk too close to a teacher in a high school now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they should just have like hidden passageways for the teachers to enter and exit rooms through. That way, they have no interaction with the students. They're just in like their own plexiglass box at the front of the classroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> everything from behind, everything from the front of the desk back yeah. is behind a big plexiglass box. Yeah, and they're just walled off. The students <laughs> just were shock collars. Yep. <laughs> um, and so we touched on it briefly that Wheel's parents died. So they had, they got killed by drunk drivers when he. I think he actually like di he said he wasn't going out or something because it was like they took him, they grounded him, and took away his base, and said he couldn't be in the band, and then he like snuck out to do it. 
Right, because they were going to go to the um, they were going to go to a movie, and then he said he didn't want to go so that he could sneak out and go to Joey's. Yeah, and then he got mad at Joey because he's like, "Well, if I went with them, this wouldn't happen." And Joey's like, "No, if you went with them, you would have died too." Yeah, exactly. Which there's no way to know yes or no either way because yeah. since he didn't go, it's you know standard Back to the Future protocol. Since he didn't follow that exact same path, yeah. there's no way of knowing what would have happened. Blah blah blah. Exactly. Butterfly space time continuum. Yep. You know, flux capacitor. <laughs> you get it. Um, and then I have Caitlin having epilepsy when she's right. at the sleepover and having a good old seizure on the ground. <laughs> oh, Caitlin. Yeah, and then, you know, like we touched on, Paul got super aggressive with Lucy. Yeah. He seemed to have learned his lesson later, especially when uh, in the later season, which I found weird that she started dating Clutch. Yeah, that was weird. But I mean, to think about it again, you know, think like think about when you were in high school. Like I wasn't part of the in crowd. I don't know if you were part no, of the No, definitely not. But you were probably a good observationalist for the in crowd. Yep. Well it's one and of those things how, like I know like I still people that I went to high school with, I know their name, they don't know my name. <laughs> right. And how many and how many times would you see like the popular girls are like always mixing it up with who was dating the most popular guys? Yeah, exactly. But it was always like someone was always dating somebody's ex. Yeah. So in high school, that doesn't if you're in the in crowd, it doesn't seem like it's as big a deal because everyone outside of the in crowd, fuck, if you find someone that's into you, you grab hold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went outside of high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16. My husband was 20 when I met him when I was 16. So, wow. <laughs> outside of high school. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then Snake's brother was gay. So I have that right. on the list. He came, that was a big one too for the time. Yeah, he was uh, in med school and came home to tell his parents. And then Snake got all like upset about it. And then he's like, "Well, am I going to be gay now?" Right. He's like, "Is it contagious?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I actually thought about that because I'm thinking to myself now, I'm like, what if, what if his brother made an appearance now in a later season? Cause his brother would be, you know, well into his fifties. Yeah. And if Snake's still the principal and stuff, would his brother come over for dinner? Would Snake's opinion still be like it was in the eighties? Or since he's the principal of the high school and watches modern change happen around yeah. him every day, would he be much more open to the idea and have a better relationship with his older brother? Yeah, you'd think so, eh? So I'm going to tweet these assholes and ask some questions. <laughs> there used to be this guy that lived in my neighborhood that I'd see that looked exactly like Snake did on Degrassi. And every time we'd see him at the store, I'd be like, oh, look, it's the guy that looks like Snake. <laughs> One of my best friends, Morgan, he looks just like Kane. Oh, wow. <laughs> we don't make fun of him at all. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody goes to high school with somebody who looks like Joey Jeremiah. Oh, probably. It's just that one, like, semi-Italian student that everybody, every school has one. It's just a short little Italian-looking guy. Yep. (laughs) In my town, all the Italians are hairdressers. Really? (laughs) All the hair salons are owned by Italians. That's funny. Everything from Saskatchewan West is, like, all the hairdressers are owned by Lebanese. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, here it's Italians. Um... Huh, what else do I have? Oh, I have my list the, that we talked about at the beginning about how they were burning down the school. So at the very end of, was it season three of junior high, before they go into high, that the school catches fire at the school dance. And they're like, oh, no, my school. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, no, no, my school is burning down. Right. Like, um, 
no student, no student in junior high ever would be like, oh, my poor school. Actually, that's not true. Like the the, the two competing teachers' pets, like the two that are always like yeah. top of the class, the two straight, the two Lisa Simpsons, yeah. they'll be the ones who are really, really sad because they plan to spend all summer hanging around the school. Yeah, exactly. Now they're going to have to stick to the library. It wasn't it like, it was something, I don't remember because I finished it a while ago, <laughs> but when they were talking about how they were going to have to like, split up the schools or something like that before it burned and then they ended up merging into like one big one right and that's because that's how they had to keep everyone together yeah oh no because they, they the the people that's what it was so the ones that were in grade eight they were supposed to be going into grade nine were staying there but taking certain classes at the high school right and so now with the burning of the junior high they just extend the high school now so that the junior high is part of the high school. And that's yeah. how Joey and Caitlin and all them can now still go to school with Snake and everybody. Yeah, because Joey but failed it, and was a year behind and so he was in Caitlin's grade. Right. But with schools out, I, I'd have, it's been so long since I watched it. I don't know how they do it. So it's like when schools out happens, is Joey still in grade 11 and still has to go another year of school? I think that they work it out something so he can graduate with them. I think it's something like that where he can, like, almost like how they did with Spike where, like, she could graduate right. but had, still had to make up some classes. And I think they do the same thing with Joey. Right. And I think what happens, actually, is he does he does the work. He actually yeah. gets all the work done and he does it. But then he loses a bet and he has to walk through the school naked with nothing but his hat on. Like, yeah. nothing but his hat. And so that's what keeps him from being able to graduate. Yeah. And then that's why there's the whole thing with him and Tessa in School's Out. Right. So I'll have to watch it after we watch Degrassi High. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, <laughs> I gotta take a break. <laughs> it took me six months to watch three seasons of that. Yeah. I think I watched it, I think it was like a week or two weeks that I burned through it all. <laughs> I looked at my girlfriend today, I was like, well, Mandy's, like, me and Mandy have already worked out what our next show is gonna be, so that one won't be so bad. She's like, what is it? I'm like, Catfish. She's like, I fucking love Catfish. <laughs> I love Catfish. I saw, I got to see Catfish happen. In real life to people I knew before I even knew what the term catfish was. <laughs> well, it's great because I actually we watched one not long ago where this son wrote into the show because he believed his mom was being catfished. Yeah. And it turned out that she was the catfish. Yeah. And she was also being catfished. So the catfish was being catfished by a catfish. Yeah. And then they met and then she they knew each other. They dated previously years before and had a horrible breakup and then they catfished each other. Yeah. So crazy. I don't understand how people still fall for it. Like when they're like, oh, they wouldn't video chat or if they did, it was dark and at night and I couldn't really see. I'm like, you don't have lamps. <laughs> no, you don't here's, have light here's the thing. I think I have the most reasonable answer to that question because people, people want to be happy yes. so badly. Yeah. They'll convince themselves of the most ridiculous things yep. just to, you know, feel feel like they can have uh, the opportunity to have some something real some good feeling that they're feeling now to hold on to it you know they'll convince themselves oh their camera's broken that's okay we still talk we yeah, still text exactly and, and it's I, so I easy think, to like just say stuff over words because you're not really invested in it right like you don't have to like be there in person to back it up hey i i mean it every single time <laughs> when i tell somebody they can't sit with us <laughs> i know <laughs> Oh, Ray. Ray can never sit with us. Ray, oh, no, he can never sit with us. <laughs> he can never sit with anyone. He has his own special little table. It's one of those little plastic uh, picnic tables. 
Yep. That, for like the kids' barbecues, yeah, that's that's where he's up in the corner for him. <laughs> and like one half of it's broken, so he can't even like sprawl out on it or anything. Yeah. He's got to sit awkwardly. Because <laughs> that's what Ray fucking deserves. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> so yeah, it's it's funny to me that like. I've well, I've watched Degrassi originally when it was probably on the first time, and then I watched it a few years ago when my husband has wisdom teeth out because it was on Netflix, and I was like, "Oh, we're watching Degrassi because you can't fight back." So I made him sit there and watch all of Junior High and High. <laughs> nice. And then watching it again this time, and it's it's funny like the different little things you pick up, like the broom head that I just totally didn't even clue into before, but still like watching as an adult, it's. The topics that are on there are, like, very adult-themed. I mean, it's real. It's stuff that goes on in real life. And I think that they didn't shy away from that, which was which makes it stand out so much. Well, that was, you know, that was the most important part of it, to make it as real and as gritty and, mm-hmm. um, you know, as to the point as they possibly could while still, you know, recognizing that they were, you know, they they were pushing some envelopes. Yeah, exactly. Like, people do get pregnant in high school, and people do use, you know, drugs and almost kill themselves, and, you know, people do have, like, eating disorders and abusive relationships and all of that stuff. Like, like, um, uh, you know, family tragedies, Mm -hmm. crippling family tragedies and stuff. Yep, exactly. People are getting beaten by their parents and still coming to school the next day. I don't think they ever had... I don't know if it was on higher. I don't think they ever had anyone that was like really poor on the show, though. Did you notice the aboots at all? No, I didn't really notice it. Yeah, I've gone over it with a couple of my friends that I grew up with out here because it's NBC. Um, you know, because we're all like the we're we have like the California culture out here, so we're all just like stoners and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's laid back, but we we pick up on accents from any other part of the country. <laughs> quickly and like you know mid middle canadiana you know ontario montreal yeah. stuff like that it's uh not uncommon to to find that the aboots are a lot more <laughs> a lot more aplenty and so like, i picked up on it right away and you know my girlfriend being from manitoba she i was just like i giggle every time and she's looking at me, like, it's funny i'm like well they're saying a boot and she's like no they're not i'm like just listen and then that's they weird. say it. She's like, well, I don't hear it. And I'm like, that's because you fucking say it. <laughs> like, you're from Manitoba. You say a boot. Yeah, see, maybe me being from Ontario, I don't notice the boots. I say about. Right. You think you do. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you believe that you do. I have my own weird accent. I get enough saying, you know, how I say pants and. Pants. Beats. I like I it. I can't say beats properly. <laughs> beats. Box office Which is beats. great considering one of your shows is box office beats. I know, and that's how I discovered that I can't say beats. <laughs> if I it say would, it really so, fast, I can get it out. So if I go like, welcome to box office beats. But if I'm like, box office beats. <laughs> you should just like get get like uh, someone to mix it for you real quick. Welcome to box office beats. <laughs> <laughs> I just need like a cutout to be like, welcome to box office beats. Right, <laughs> like a completely different voice. Totally. Well, I know so how I have my own my own version of an accent, but no, I didn't really notice it on the show because it's well, it's set in Toronto, right? So you don't really think of you think of Toronto kind of like our version of New York, where it's just a basic, you know, regular accent. Like there's not really a mix of accents or anything like that in Toronto. Yeah. Good old I'm, Toronto. 
Well, and I mean, it had to have taken place somewhere like Toronto because during the 80s, you know, the show had quite a bit of ethnic diversity that you wouldn't normally find in, um, you know, a more suburban area in yeah. greater Canada during the mid 80s. Yeah, and that was actually another thing that I had on my notes too is about how like they all dress up to go to school. I'm like, I wasn't like dressing up and putting that much effort to go to like junior high and high school. <laughs> and most of the people yeah. I went to high school weren't like that either. Were in like, you know, full dresses and their hair fully done up all the way. I mean, this may have been more of an '80s thing, but. Well, I definitely think it was definitely a '80s cultural thing, but it was also an '80s cultural thing if you know you were an upper middle class or yeah. higher. You know, because the in crowd, the in crowd's always been the in crowd every generation. You know, the in yeah. crowd in the '60s were easily identifiable, just as they were in the '80s and the 2000s and the now. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, and you know it. The first day you go to school, you know, because they're all talking about where they went for summer vacation and wearing the the newest, hottest shoes and clothes. And yeah. I'm wearing last year's shoes, and I spent all summer at home. Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> When's uh when's the next episode of Piecast? Um, I don't know. Soon, probably. We're actually going to be doing it on. I have my friend Tasha coming on from her show Cooter and Minx, and we're going to be talking about how CERN basically blew us into this alternate timeline, and that's why there's like the Mandela effect and everything. That sounds intriguing. And we're blaming one it of, all on CERN. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the dishwashers I have at work. He's this. He's like this old batshit crazy guy. And he, all he talks about is conspiracy theories. And <laughs> just through the grapevine, I ended up mentioning, you know, podcast. And he's like, does she take call-ins? I would love to call in. I would love to talk to her about <laughs> conspiracy. And I was just like, I'm going to mention it because I'm, you know, he asked if I'd mention it. And I said, I will because I'm not a liar. And so I'm. this is me <laughs> mentioning it. I take but, guests. I take someone calling. I love talking, that kind of stuff. You have no idea. This guy is <laughs> out of his freaking mind. That's awesome. <laughs> this guy makes Mel Gibson look incredibly normal. There's this documentary on Netflix right now um, with the crazy Bigfoot guy from BC, I think it is. It's like something standing, his last name, I don't know. It's some kind of like thing and he like has been like tracking Bigfoot for years and this guy, you need to watch it. This guy is insane. I haven't like laughed that hard at a movie in a long time. I don't have Netflix. Uh, I'll try and find the name of it. Yeah, I, I'm it. sure I could source it out somewhere. Yeah, I can't remember the exact name. I'll try and find it, but I it's so just, funny. I found out lately that it's actually really, really easy to just um, request um, review screeners from movies like that. You just contact them directly and be like, hey, you know, we run this website. I'd love to do a review anyway and get a screener of this movie. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, it's been working out pretty well. Well, this guy's pretty crazy. I want to try and see if I can get him on the podcast because he's Canadian, but he would like go out in the woods in BC and he'd like left apples and then he came back and the apples are eaten. He's like, Oh, it's Bigfoot. I'm like, or any other animal. Right. Any, any hungry creature. Yeah. And just like, it's like, that proves nothing. And like, there was a bunch of trees that were like pushed down almost like in the shape of a teepee. And he's like, Oh, no person can make these and push them over. I'm like, where it is, it could have been, it's like on trails and stuff, it could have been like one of those classes that goes out in the woods to like make teepees or it could have been like natural ones that fell over because there was a whole bunch of trees in the area. Like it was just so funny that he's like, oh, it's Bigfoot and everything's Bigfoot. Could have been any type of, um, you know, military training, yeah. like even cats or something going out building lean-tos and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it was just so funny. It was so good. Have you had any flat earthers on the show yet? No. 
They are like their own level of crazy. You got you got to do the flat earthers. Get that kid off YouTube. He'll do anything. Oh, they're there's they're their own level of crazy flat flat earthers. That's for sure. No, I've got some got some ones I'm gonna hopefully line up for for podcasting and get that going again. Got a little geek loss now. Second episode of the year, so get that back nice. up and running slowly. Other than that, Bob's just consuming my life. <laughs> Yeah, I just picked up a second job, so all I do is work. <laughs> Although it's I'm actually cool. probably I a, starting a YouTube show soon, hopefully. Well, I got a job um, at a dispensary. Oh, nice. Which is pretty cool, because like, the laws are super, super awesome in BC right now. Well, there's only like, what if, like, till July here anyway, so. It's, yeah, it's funny, I mean, there's this one store in town that's like the biggest, like, adult store, and they have all these commercials on the radio now. They're like, oh, we're doing big renovations. A big change is coming July 1st. So we're having a big clearance in our store. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's changing July 1st for you. Right. Because <laughs> we, are, we are like Thunder Bay is getting one of the, there's like only 15 in Ontario right off the bat. Like stores well, or whatever. So we're getting one of them. There's like 15 in like Kelowna. Yeah, I think in Ontario it's like 15 as of July 1st, and then, like, more after that. Yeah, it's everywhere here. They've got a huge expansion. It's it's crazy. Here, it's already just, like, going into the liquor store. You go in, <laughs> you want, you show your ID, you pay, you leave. See, and, like, I was talking to my husband about that, because I'm like, I wouldn't know, like, what to do. Like, I, for one, he's always gotten me weed. So, like, I had to buy weed for my, by myself, like, a few weeks ago for the first time in, like, you know, 20 years. I'm like, I've never bought weed. I don't know what, to, what I'm doing. You, I give you right. money, you bring me weed. Like, that's how it works. And then after the deal's done, you feel gangster yeah. as shit. It's well, like... then, and then now it's like, so I have to go in the store and I'll be like, I want to buy weed. And they're like, oh, what kind do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Weed? <laughs> like, and get a Ziploc baggie of weed. That That's my whole interaction for 20 years. But, you know, it, everything's changed now. Everything's different. You know, they say, what, what kind? And you're like, well, I just want a bag of weed. And most of them, because most of the bud tenders at our dispensaries, they're pretty good. If you go in and you're just like, I don't care. I just want a bag of weed. Yeah. They're going to pick whatever they're trying to push because they probably have the most of it. Yeah. And they'll sell you a bag of weed, no problem. But if you go in and you know what you're looking for. And see, I quit smoking pot for a very long time um, because it gave me really bad anxiety. Which is weird because it's yeah. usually opposite for people and so i'd smoke and i'd get really really bad anxiety so i quit smoking weed for a long time for like well over a decade and then uh, i met my girlfriend and she's just like well what were you smoking and i'm like well i don't know weed and she's <laughs> like no like what kind it was indica sativa hybrids and i'm like well i don't know i was really you know just i didn't bother to learn about yeah. any of this and it turns out I was just smoking the wrong type of strain. I was yeah. always smoking indicas, and I need to smoke a sativa because when I do, I'm fine. I'm functional. I feel great. I can go do stuff, live my life. As soon as I smoke an indica, I'm done. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. I'm not okay. Yeah, see, I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't know what I ever get. I, I give you money, you give me a bag of weed. That's all I know. It's funny. I, like, got a, got a system set up with fear i got a <laughs> care package headed his way in the mail he should have it by thursday he's so fucking excited <laughs> and you should hear him talking to him like you know it's adorable because he's a total noob because he's like they never did it yeah 
And so he's just getting into it now. And he was just like, okay, well, hypothetically, he's like, say you work at a dispensary and I come in and I'm like, sir, I would like to procure some of your weeds. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, how do I go about doing this? And I'm just like, well, first you don't say that. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, what do I need? Do I need like a grinder and papers and a pipe? And I'm like, sure. All of that. I'm yeah. like, but to be real, I'm like, I think vaping oil will be the way for for you to go and he's like what what do you mean vaping and i'm like dude there's a whole world of yeah. shit that you can put in a vaporizer yeah. and i just blew his mind <laughs> yeah i found um the one guy that i got from there's like some website that he uses and they have like the vape pens on them I'm like oh maybe i'll look at that because i just have like a little pipe that i use so i might look into that i don't know but but degrassi and not weed <laughs> <laughs> Weed trumps everything. Yeah. I actually don't think that there is that much drug use that was on Degrassi. There was a little bit. No, they get weed, to more, like they, once, but I think that's actually in high. Right. And they, you know, I think the closest they got to drug, drug use in junior high was like Shane doing the acid. Yeah. And Joey in the very first season selling like the fake pills, yeah. the fake pills or whatever. Yeah. Which is funny because like when they have Shane doing the acid, it's never even like shown or anything right so they're going to the concert and then one guy's like oh i got this acid we'll do and then the next thing is like shane never came home but see that's just it though there actually is an episode if you look it up oh yeah there there is an episode where he they show him taking the acid and getting wasted and jumping off the bridge that's crazy but but back in the day after it aired it was considered too inappropriate (laughs) yeah that's too inappropriate and so now he draws the line (laughs) but now the only way you can get it if you buy the box set that episode is a special feature. My buddy has it because he bought Junior High box set. So he's got the episode as a special feature and we watched it. But any record, anything on YouTube or any downloads or anything, they're, they've been recorded um, off of reruns. And none of the reruns will air that episode because it was removed from the episode file. That's crazy. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I, I, I did a little bit of research for the show. <laughs> I just mainly like wrote notes as I was watching it. So <laughs> oh my, a lot of like broom head. <laughs> my old lady asked me, she's like, or so Mandy didn't know. She's like, are you going to write notes? And I'm like, that would be great, wouldn't it? But no, it's just not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of those things too, you just kind of absorb it. And a lot of it's like, you know, I remember watching it when I was a kid and stuff too. So I just kind of absorbed a lot of the stuff that happened on Degrassi. You know what I noticed over like since um, Arthur's mom won the lottery is and it, it actually progresses throughout high school is Yick's um, underlining jealousy of Arthur being rich. Yeah. Because it just gets worse for him as the show progresses. He just like gets angry and angrier with Arthur because Arthur's got a free ride. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, bro, I'm like, you're like the only Asian in this town. If you apply yourself, you could open like the biggest accounting firm Toronto ever saw. <laughs> well, that and the fact is like, he's your best friend. Like those guys, yeah. know, like buy stuff and for their best friends and they get the like, you know, the cast offs. <laughs> right. I mean, if yeah, if you hang out with the rich kid all the time and it's like, well, when the rich kid wants to go to a nice restaurant and bring a friend, you're the friend that gets to go to the nice restaurant. Yeah, exactly. You know, like... They just don't, they don't plan this shit out though. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of more excited to get into high too and seeing like the progression of uh, the zit remedy turning into the zits when they do their big photo shoot and everything. Right. Another big video shoot. <laughs> oh, and like when Joey, so my two favorite, my mo- two most anticipated scenes of watching 
uh, Degrassi High, is in the very beginning when Joey, I believe, is walking backwards and he's talking about how the best part about being in high school now, no Radich. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns around and there's Radich because he got moved to that school and he takes Joey's hat off and puts it against his chest and he yep. says, hello, Mr. Jeremiah. Yep. That, that one's great. That one's definitely one of my favorites. And then when Joey fails his driving test. Yeah. See, I'm looking Let's forward face it, I to... I like uh, bad things happen to Joey. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the whole thing where, like, Snake finds Claude. Right. Remember, like, where he's all, like, traumatized and he's fixing his bike tire in fixing the yard. His <laughs> <laughs> in his old man sweater. <laughs> and, like, Caitlin keeps having dreams about Claude and yeah. he looks like Rex Manning from his video in Empire Records. Like, yeah, so much. <laughs> The big, like, the flower and everything. The puffy shirt. Yeah. And... No Claude. Say no more, morning. <laughs> oh, Empire. <laughs> One of my, like, so, favorite movies ever. So good. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about that already. Yeah. So, th- final thoughts on Degrassi Junior High. Um, My final thoughts, it's... It's classic Canadiana. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. really, as far as like my after school shows, it doesn't get any better than Degrassi oh, High. Yeah. I'll continue to love it for forever. Um, I'm not as absorbed into the new um, generation and the new class. I Frankly, I barely even touch on them. Um, I'm excited to watch Degrassi High. I don't know if I'm excited or now I'm just like <laughs> invested again. So yeah. now I just won't feel right until I finish. But uh yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen Degrassi and wants to see Degrassi, you know, brace yourself because it is it it's a struggle. It's it's, it's raw. It's like real raw, gritty like teenage life. <laughs> and and it's so overly acted. It wasn't yep. poorly acted, but some of them are so overly acted. Yep. They it's a lot of it is very cringeworthy. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing with like Michelle and What's her friend's name? I can't likely remember. The one that's dating Simon. Right. Uh, Like Something, yeah, where, like, she's just all, like... Tessa? No, Tessa's a little blonde one. Right. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, and, like, their whole thing. Like, I was not really a fan of Michelle and BLT and Simon and the other chick, their whole thing. Right, and it was weird because it's, like, so she was dating Simon and then just, like, she's... Like and just kicks him to the curb yeah. to go and go to the dance with BLT, and then Simon, rather than like having any integrity, yeah. decides, okay, well, I'm just gonna take her friend to make her jealous and win her back because she left me for a black guy. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and then in in high school, he becomes a model and becomes super popular, and yeah. she's super like um, pissed off and aggro to him all the time and all jelly all the time. Yeah. Like Simon, bro, just you can do better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that, that he turns into a model. It's the same as with um, LD when she gets cancer. Right. Later on. Yeah, I feel like that was actually the best route for her for them to go with her character. <laughs> it was good for her to get cancer. <laughs> it was good for her to get cancer. She wasn't really going anywhere. What was no. she going to do? Get cancer or become a, a mechanic? Yeah, exactly. Her options were pretty limited. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's like the best thing they did with, with... Did you ever watch Dawson's Creek? Yeah, I watched most of it, I think. Yeah, so the end, um, you know, Michelle's character, that's what they, they do with her. Yeah. They, fucking, 
They give her cancer and she dies too. Good. Good way to end it. Nobody yep. liked you. Kill you off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on to finally talk about Degrassi. Thanks for having me. Sorry it took so years. long. You know, yeah. life and junk. <laughs> you FYFC people. <laughs> I'll lump you in with them. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you people on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm, I I have no excuse. I'm just I smoke a lot of dope. So. <laughs> but your grass is probably good for that. It probably blew your mind. <laughs> well, not, well, it puts me to sleep. Like I think a big part of why it took me so long is because I'd get baked and put the grassy on, and then I'd like get halfway through an episode and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I get like just like super happy and mellow, and then sleepy. <laughs> <sighs> well. Um, yeah, so, I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, if I may, I'll give a shout out to FYFC Studios. Yeah, give a rundown of all your stuffs. Yeah, so, I mean, pretty much anybody who knows me and gives a shit if I'm on anyone's show, they know I'm from FYFC. You guys know to come over to FYFCstudios.com. Um, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at FearCastJ. Um, yeah. If I uh, ever want to talk about anything I discussed on the show or just want to yell at me for something, by all means, Call hit me up. On <laughs> she yells at me all the time. So if anybody wants to come on Twitter and give me shit for something, <laughs> by all means, if you don't know how to find me, find Mandy. She'll point you in the right direction. Oh, he's over there. Call him a broomhead. <laughs> right. <laughs> all I do is yell at people, it seems. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be nicer and like more mellow. And like less stressed out. <laughs> hey, don't light yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Exactly. That's exactly it. And like, I'm not harassing people and nagging them. Ask you to do something once. You don't do it. I'm not your mom. That's your choice. You know what? I don't think I. I like I. I like the optimism. I <laughs> like I like the strength. I don't believe you. No. I believe that if you make a commitment <laughs> with somebody, you're going to make them see it through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I nag people a lot. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. We need this we need the squares to make the rounds look rounder. Yeah, exactly. So. So thanks for being on and we will hopefully get a Degrassi high one done before the end of 2018. <laughs> it's only two seasons. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna need some time though. We'll fa- we'll it'll get done within 2018. That's that's what I'm aiming for before the end of 2018. <laughs> All right, that's doable. Yes, that's it's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Little Geek Lost. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. As well as the show feed at Little Geek Lost. And you can check out the website, littlegeekloss.com, for all my show info, my blogs, my podcast, anything else that I feel like posting. As well, the show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave a rating and review, and I will read it on a future show. And again, thanks for tuning in.